Uh, the Red and Stimpy <laughs> merch that's out there, the hats and t-shirts you see, is almost always them touching butts and facing opposite directions. <laughs> Uh, they, <laughs> can he resist the urge to press the jolly candy-like button? <laughs> so over the top. <laughs> this announcer is like slamming his face <laughs> into the button. And now looking back at it in, with 2020 glasses and somebody watching in the 90s, it's even more so like, why would you ever put this on in front of a child? Mike Judge in an interview said that Ren and Simpy paved the way for Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, by, like pretty obvious. Going there. Cheers to Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Welcome to another episode of Comics, Cartoons, and Craft Beers. I'm Joe Weber. I'm John B. Croft. And today's special guest spot, Angelo. Gingerelli. What's up, man? What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. Yeah, King of Brighton Bar. Had to get you in on one Marathon of Marathon runner. Mostly because you called me out in the middle of open mic that you hadn't I, you hadn't been on my show. I was like, God damn it, he's right. I that. You made the statement, almost everyone in here has been on my show. Yeah, I know. And then, and then Angelo's like, yeah. everyone. But me. Yeah, I have no shame. I'll shame my way onto a P- podcast. Puppy eyes. I, same, same deal. Everybody who's been on uh, on our thing, if you haven't had me on your uh, podcast, the fuck? Yeah. We, uh, we don't have no bones about it. I threw no. on Dylan O'Malley twice. So, I yeah. mean, just... just- just threw on Dylan O'Malley. Dylan's, Dylan I love Dylan though. O'Malley, but how did you start? Stealthily like came on our Hey something? Arnold episode and did the best Oscar Kakasha you've ever fucking heard. His Oscar is really good. He's my favorite person ever now. Yeah. Um, uh, today's episode, though, the legendary Ren and Stimpy. I mean, if you were proud, like, I feel like a huge portion of our audience was banned from watching this show. Mm. It did not feel like a kid's show in any way, shape, or form. John, right. John K and them didn't want to do a kid Mm-mm. show. Mm-mm. Now, what I always thought was weird about it was I'm a little bit older than you guys, so I was never not allowed to watch it. I was in seventh, eighth grade when this came out. Oh, wow. um, so my, and I don't. At that point, my parents I had good parents, but they, yeah. they didn't. They didn't have a problem with the show for whatever reason, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it was either made worse or or better because it, depending how you look, I'll explain it in a second. Because it was sandwiched in between Doug. And Rugrats, mm-hmm. and they all came out together. Yeah, right? all three yeah, of them. That's and Ru- same day. Yeah, those were the first three Nicktoons. Nick-tunes. And I, I remember that just being excited about it coming mm-hmm. out, and like I thought Doug was like kind of cool, sentimental look at high school, mm-hmm. right? Um, and Rugrats was like a cool, wild kid show. But Ren and Stimpy was almost it belonged on MTV more than Nickelodeon. Like, what if they oh, were yeah, like yeah. like Liquid Television, Beavis and Butthead, like that era of MTV mm-hmm. more than Nickelodeon at that time? Mike Judge in an interview said that Ren and Stimpy paved the way for Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, by, like going there like you know yeah. so and i mean there's a lot of uh overlap between mtv and nickelodeon we've talked about it a bunch but um yeah so i have no like they pushed they were so different from the other two yeah because yeah. john k was just like no morals i don't want these kids to learn a goddamn thing from my show it, yeah. it, that's it <laughs> yeah, like, and, and really the, the least moral character you can argue is ren He's a raging lunatic and does okay. he verbally berates and beats up his best friend in every episode. Yeah. But it wasn't like Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner. This was like like aggressive bullying. Like it yeah. wasn't fun all the time to watch. Yeah. Um, and now looking back at it in with 2020 glasses, and some we were watching in the early 90s, it's even more so like, why would you ever put this on in front of a child? And they fought censorship yeah. hard. I think what makes the show so unique is also what makes it unacceptable for children to watch is like the definition of every facial expression. Mm -hmm. So when Ren is angry, he goes through like 
not just angry, like insane rage, yeah. like oh, yeah. faces that you shouldn't make at children. He goes through them like because they hand draw every face and they zoom in on it a lot. Yeah. Like, the one thing That's I the... found disturbing even back in the day, and a lot of times we'll interact with humans. And the human will like take a shirt off or not be wearing pants for some reason, but it's always like disturbingly like like acne skin with hair mm-hmm. and like uh, dress socks with holsters holding it's, them off. Yeah. Just like weird adult like things with was, little yeah. kids. Yeah. It was so <laughs> drastically different from Rugrats and Doug too, because like that because that style of animation. There's actually like death perception and gradients and shit like that. And they kind of started that whole freeze frame on something super zoomed in. You see it all the time in SpongeBob, SpongeBob yeah, like yeah. a motherfucker. With like the air, the the foghorn. Yeah, like right, all of that. Like, and it all, I mean, I, you, people don't recognize this as such, the icon that it really is. I, I, th- I think it was probably a little before its time, right? Oh, for but sure. But it was also so 90s. Like it was so, ex- quote unquote, I've got to quote up, extreme <laughs> version of cartoons. It is. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like to me, like the 80s was Mario, the 90s was Sonic. We're going to take something that you know and make it extreme, right? No, yeah. And, and this was the same way. We saw Looney Tunes. We saw Tom and Jerry. We saw other cartoon characters mm-hmm. going at it. But this was different. This was like, like hyper aggressive. The, the zoom in shots, the way it the sound was edited. It was like you really believed Ren hated Stimpy. And yeah. In felt- a way, you didn't believe it with the other older characters. And you knew it was funny as shit because, you know, they're cartoon animals beating the shit out of each other constantly. That's a chihuahua. But, keep it cat. Uh, yeah. It was like you're feeling other emotions at the same time. So it was like, ha, oh, this is funny. Oh, I'm cringing. I'm, uh, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, it's back to funny again. The okay, episode cool. where that guy tries to train Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. You just give them dog training lessons. At the end, Ren just annihilates him with like a shovel. Yeah, like that he's episode just beating got the pulled. crap out of him. Yeah, that episode got so uncomfortable they yanked it. Don't waste on the electric fence. Yeah. Also, they had to cut a big section. Of, they let it air, but they had to cut a section of mm-hmm. Ren getting angry because they... he's going through all the stuff he's gonna do to them. We could probably find it on uh, Vimeo. Or yeah, whatever, they put but... it on uh, Spike to lead into the new version that they put out, and it was that yeah. only lasted like six episodes because it was weird, mm. but. Um, like there was a whole episode of that where uh, the horse, no sir, I don't like it. I always forget <laughs> I that guy's fucking yeah. name. Mr. Horse. It, I think it's just, yeah. It's, it's Mr. Horse, yeah. yeah. It, prelim- <laughs> the guy, early the guy with the microphone, he like fell off of a building and then broke both of his legs because Ren and Stimpy were trying to catch him. Mm-hmm. They were playing fire dogs. Yep. <laughs> and then he's crawling in agony away and uh, this guy holds up a microphone. How'd you feel about that, Mr. Horse? How'd you feel about that fall? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what's crazy about what I'm looking at right now is I just said, yeah. oh, early Bojack. He's got the white diamond on his face exactly like Bojack. I just finished that whole fucking show and feel all the emotions from it. So it is fresh. But like looking at it, it is really, really Bojack. Holy shit. I say one thing that's kind of weird about Ren and Stimpy in older cartoons, you had characters beat each other up with no consequence. Nobody really mm-hmm. ever got hurt, right? Right. Ren and Stimpy made the people or the characters get hurt, but it, they made that funny. Yeah. Like yeah. they made a guy dragging his his almost dead body across the floor <laughs> a funny horse somehow. With two broken legs. Yeah. In a way, like there's nothing obviously nothing funny about that, but <laughs> they played that for laughs in a way that other cartoons just ignored. It was a it was a thing. When they go to the museum and they see all the animals from like the prehistoric era and everything, and the way they died, mm-hmm. just like oh, this is how they died. They uh, burped, sneezed, farted, and all, all the gas release at once, and it exploded them. Like <laughs> such a dumb killer, yeah. And then body parts are flying. You're like, die. oh, they really did that. <laughs> but uh, that episode from Spike I was talking about, this horse is in therapy again. The BoJack relation shit. Oh, um, but wow, yeah. the whole episode, there's like flashbacks and everything with this frog that keeps get, getting introduced as like a, a, a little tiny character that can't talk. But horrible things keep happening to him. And he's just like trying to kill himself at this point. 
the whole time. And then it turns into a fight between the horse and the uh, therapist. Hmm. The frog sneaks his way in, finds the gun they were fighting over, goes to blow his brains out, and a bang flag flies out the back of his head. And he, uh, oh like, just God. out of his mouth, the back of his mouth. And he's just like, I still couldn't kill myself. I'm like, this is the darkest yeah. fucking thing I've ever seen. Like, he said that out loud. <laughs> yep. That, and that was the only good thing I think Spike did. That episode was wild. But well, everything else. But I mean, in, in the no, I mean, of, in terms of Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, in yeah, terms yeah. of Ren and Stimpy, there's. Uh, oh, and that, that was, it was weird to me that that didn't, it didn't take off again. Cause in, mm -hmm. there's t shirts you used to buy right now, right? There's mm -hmm. the figures. I'm, I'm holding one right now that my daughter gave me. She had a Stimpy <laughs> character this year. Mm -hmm. um, but we kind of have, as a society, we kind of look back on the show finally. Everybody already kind of likes it. Mm -hmm. But then we didn't want to see it again. We didn't want an updated version of it. It came out, we were just like, ah, whatever. Yeah. Um, I said it was weird. Like it was one of the few. I guess reboots fail all the time, but this reboot failed miserably mm -hmm. on a show that we all kind of kind of look back on and like. Because yeah, they, yeah, people like it. And they people, they had the star power. And for one, they couldn't get Billy West back. Yeah. For and and John Kay and Billy West hated each other mm. uh, for other reasons. But um, he tried to get him back on the show, and Billy West wanted nothing to do it. So now you got a new Stimpy voice. It felt weird. Um, it is more goofy. They over-sexualized them. Yeah. Like, they yeah. over-sexualized them like crazy. Uh, they were now officially a gay couple and just like yeah, a couple sleeping, of times like yeah. over the top. With the, uh, the jammies, the, oh, the yep. butt flaps. The butt flap. You know? yeah. And uh, they're playing baseball. He's like, you're the pitcher, I'm the catcher. You're the pitcher, I'm the catcher. <laughs> That's fun. But they just did too much with it. They <laughs> raised the bar, I think, too high. Yeah. Like on it was yeah. that they were trying to get of gross zany. and zany and other shit. And then they took it more too far like now. let's make it for yeah. adults. It's yeah. like it was Ren, already good th this, for adults. I think this yeah. was great. If you were 13, you feel like you're watching something you shouldn't have been watching. Oh, right? yeah. And had the element of I'm watching my parents don't it's know like about the man. Show. And then when you go back yeah. and watch <laughs> it at 25 or 30 and you've seen at that point Family Guy and Beavis and Butthead mm. and Futurama and all those other stuff like the man show mm -hmm. you're just yeah. like now you this is like you're getting away with something yeah but now you're like i can watch anything i want and this mm -hmm. is juvenile and not as good as i remember right yeah. um there's definitely like i think it hit my me and my preteens perfectly mm -hmm. and if you were little it might have scared you a little bit younger than that i think once you got to be like 20 you were like i just this is silly yeah but right. if, you, if you came across this between let's say like 13 and 18 it hit you in the chest i was really it was yeah. something yep and the, and then spike <laughs> saw that they were trying, like, you know what? Let's try, try to, to profit keep up. off of it. Well, like, that no. too. They have fucking everybody wants that. Ren like, and Stimpy money, man. Got some John K money. Yeah, but um, they all. Well, John K came back for the Spike one, mm. and yeah. uh, they tried to keep up with like Family Guy and everything else that was also evolving and getting grosser and everything like that. So right. yeah, the vomit scene. They should have just kept guy. it right at it, the level it was at at Nicktoons. They yeah. got away with it on Nickelodeon. I'm sure they probably wouldn't. They definitely wouldn't be able to nowadays. But like, if you can just match that level, you're fine. Yeah. And Spike couldn't do it in six episodes. Well, you know what, so do, you, do you believe it though? Or do you think, I don't know if you guys have like younger kids in your life at all, but like as a 13 year old today, as shocked and amused by this as a 13 year old in 1991, because the world's different, right? If that kid's got an right. iPad and got YouTube and has TikTok and has seen what's out there now. Is this even interesting to a preteen now the way it was when we were young? Probably question. not. You're not, you're not wrong. But what I'm saying as far as, uh, if a 13 year old were to see, oh no, I'm, I'm sorry. What I'm trying to say is the networks wouldn't allow what they did back then. 
on fair, at all right fair. now. Yeah, at but all. I mean, you can just go 13 on 13-year-old is probably yeah. very desensitized. Yeah, to, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, this is probably tame to them now. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, maybe not tame, but not relevant in the same way. Like, their their humor is more like, hey, I want to die, dab, like, you know, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, and this is more like wieners over an open fire and then the wiener into the marshmallow. Like, just a bunch of sex jokes, you know? Yeah, well, like, I think, too, this is interesting. If you got a raw comics here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, If you look at, like... I'll, like, I'll, I'll use that term lightly for myself. It's loosely for all of us. You had to go um, yeah. Yeah, it, 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 I always say, like, it depends where I am if you ask me what I do for a living. Like, if you catch me at the Brighton Bar, yeah, I'm sure I'm a comedian. Yeah. Especially my day yeah. job, I wouldn't acknowledge I do it a lot of times. You know, I have I mean? to talk about my day job yeah. in my act just to worlds. humble myself out a little bit. Um, <laughs> putting on a mask and doing superhero stuff. At yeah. Night. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. But like, uh, like how f- th- these are 15 minute episodes, basically something like that, mm. right? 10, 15 minutes or two in every half mm-hmm. hour, if I remember correctly. Right. right. And it was like, it seemed at the time, Joe, 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 like very Rapid little fire. setup, just thing after thing after <laughs> thing, right? Mm-hmm. But then if you watch that compared to, let's say, like Family Guy or even the uh, Harley Quinn series that was on HBO Max last year, mm-hmm. like this is almost slow and the jokes aren't nearly as intelligent as they are in these new cartoons mm. that are hitting you with literally like a well-written, well-crafted pop culture reference or politically right. referenced joke every like 10 seconds. Yeah. There's like a gross out joke every 30 seconds, mm-hmm. which in the early 90s, SEMA was just getting like pummeled. It was the funniest thing ever. Yeah, and now I watched it to get ready for this. And I was like, this is actually kind of kind of slow compared to the cartoons that are out now. Right. Like, you know what cartoon makes every other cartoon in terms of punches seem slow? In my opinion, is Archer. Because that, the wordplay yes. with that, they don't even, they like have a sentence hanging with one character, they switch scenes and they begin on the next sentence. There's like, it continues a sentence. Segue. It's weird. Yeah. It's, but, it's uh, the smoothest transition. It's this crazy, snappy, like Groucho Marx almost. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, uh, well, yeah, Harley Quinn is fast too. They have a lot of well, jokes. A, a lot of relevant jokes, social media, you know, yeah. like uh, I, relationships. Yeah, it's almost, like, to me, it's like that show is like Family Guy. Mm. If Seth MacFarlane wrote Family Guy in a DC universe, right? Mm-hmm. Where the, every reference he is, fucking wishes. is a weird character <laughs> that you kind of remember from 10 episodes ago and it references all the DC cartoons. I think it's pretty, pretty I cool. love what they do with Bane's voice. Yeah. The Bane for the comedic effect. I love comic book everything. I have not watched that show. Mm. Right, you'll love crazy. it, man. It's, yeah, it's, I know. If you like, if that was his first choice. I'm going to say this yeah. on podcast. This is We're doing Angelo's third choice. Yeah, if I had more time to it, actually blow through <laughs> all of that, I would have. Because holy <laughs> shit, that, I've heard nothing but good show mm. things about that show. Brandon Stimpy is a freaking classic, though. Absolutely. By the way, excited to do comics, cartoons, and craft beers. Yes. So we're drinking some Cane Brewery right As now. As always. Windswell Imperial India Pale Ale. Yep. It's and delicious. I got it's... a Velvet Hand uh, Extra Special Bitter. I'm usually like more on the these, sweet side yeah. or or like the citrus side, but like How's this the one's bitter? pretty good. I like the bitter. Yeah. It's uh, it's more on the hoppy. So that I mean, like I like IPAs, and they're notoriously bitter. So. This is good for me. We're at a, a shared universe podcast studio with Ming on the ones and twos. Ming is like a ghost. He, he does such a good job. You don't even know, know he's, he's there. there. He's also, <laughs> I, I can't see this on the podcast, but he's bringing up every single thing we reference oh, on the screen. Mm-hmm. Almost, he's, he's putting stuff up there before I can think Rapid of it sometimes. Fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he pretty, knows where we're amazing. going. Because he's as big a nerd as we are. Yeah. If not, I'm sorry, as big a nerd. We want to get to your level. What the fuck am yeah, I saying? You, you, you're talking <laughs> to one of the comic book men. I know. He's going to win. Can you reel it back <laughs> a little bit, Joe? Like, Sorry. It was my show. My head got big. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, no, thank you, man, for being the king of podcasts, though. Fuck. And he <laughs> did, immediately brings Ming himself up king. with Kevin, oh, yeah. Kevin Smith. And the whole world. <laughs> yeah. Ming the king. God damn it. So humble, too. I yeah. love <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, no, uh, I, I think one of my favorite episodes of Ren and Stimpy, though, is definitely where uh, Stimpy farts and then goes to find it. Because he's like, just on the hunt for his fart. And oh, it's this how, adorable how little fucking... How depressed he gets, though, when he can't find the fart. Mm-hmm. Ren's like, do you want some of your favorite snacks? Like, no, I don't care. <laughs> like, it's so great. No. I don't care. Oh, <laughs> he God. says it like eight times. In the most Billy West sad voice mm-hmm. possible. <laughs> I'm just realizing we're doing two episodes today and they're both high Billy West uh, cartoons. We could, tap, we could tap that in. Stimpy can't fart if you want. Oh, uh, no. The zoom in after he farts and releases the, ki- the kid fart, though. Like, he just, like, clenches the fucking carpet into his ass. And <laughs> you're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> also, weirdly, there's this episode we're talking about. There's a character, Powder Toastman, that flies backwards with oh, characters yeah. in his ass, right? Yeah. Um, but it, even <laughs> yeah, in the... Go ahead. The background's going the opposite mm-hmm. direction. No, you go ahead. But the, uh, the Red and Stimpy <laughs> merch that's out there, the hats and t-shirts you see, is almost always them touching butts and facing opposite directions. Because <laughs> yeah. that's it's in the open. It's <laughs> such a... <laughs> high five their asses. It's a, yeah, happy, it's happy, a happy, happy, happy joy, joy, butt dance. Yes. Yep. Right. Um, that's where they, that, that 30 years later has remained like their signature thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Them just overjoyed and their Wait, butts touching. I, I found <laughs> the name of the guy that sings Happy, Happy, Joy, Joy. Are you ready <laughs> for this fucking name? Ready, kids? Stinky <laughs> Wizzle Teats. That's actually... That's his... Stink, the guy's... That, he has stinky, no other credit to anything in his life. Wizzle but Teats. that's who the guy... It's the greatest name I've ever Intro heard. It was Jelly Roll Blues uh, by two, one of the animators recorded uh, it. Two other random music-related things to this show, though. Uh, people were submitting songs to put on the show, and uh, one of the ones that got turned down came from Kurt fucking Cobain. Before he was anybody. <laughs> well, that almost kind of makes sense. This is like a mm-hmm. grunge cartoon to some mm-hmm. extent. It would make sense that if, if Kurt Cobain and all, all those grunge guys in Seattle were in their teens when this came out, right before they really oh, popped they off, they were yeah. probably into this. It yeah. kind of makes sense. I guarantee Smells Like Teen Spirit syncs up with one episode. Right. <laughs> Perfectly. It has yeah. to. Like Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> 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 um, but the other thing, uh, we're talking about Powder Toastman. Uh, there's an episode where he uh, saves the Pope. The Pope, uh, air quotes, because they ended up having to take the, the cross, cross off, off right? his head. Uh, the <laughs> voice of the Pope was Frank Zappa. Nice. That is dope. It was pope. the last thing he ever did in a cartoon. <laughs> hey, can I shout something out real quick? Oh, yeah, go there's ahead. A, there's, a, there's a rapper based in Azure Park named Solo for Dolo, right? Mm-hmm. He has a song called Powder Toast Man. Nice. Um, which, which he raps over the beat from the Powder Toast Man theme. That's and amazing. And it's fire. That it's is really, it's so on his good. album called uh, no, Last Stop for Apathy. And it's great. It's great. <laughs> if you like this show and you like hip hop, he crushes it. It's probably oh, my man. favorite Solo for Dolo song. Ming, Ming Solo found for it. Dolo. Okay. <laughs> Powdered. Yeah, out there. Thank you. Ming is the king. Oh, wait. This episode is when uh, he gets called to the White House. Because Clinton got his dick stuck in a zipper. That episode is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It just gets crazy. Uh, when I was younger, when this was on TV, I had a t-shirt that said Ren and Stimpy for president. <laughs> and I wish I would have voted for him in every election since. <laughs> I don't think they'd win, though, because there is an episode that got yanked because uh, Powder Toast Man burned the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. That's, yeah, that's this it's one. On, it's on YouTube. It's at yep. the end of this one. I watched yeah. that to get yep. ready for this. Now, this is the song. Yeah. Here we go. I feel like I've met him. He's around. He performs in Asbury all the yeah. time. Yeah. This is a New Jersey-based podcast, in case you didn't know. I'm hoping you knew that. A shared universe, Eaton Town. Willing to guess that you might have known that. 
but there's people in Switzerland. It's like, hey, what is it? You can watch from Switzerland. Well, yeah, they they uh, live in Ren and Sippy, Actually, their house is in Hollywood, oh. U- Yugoslavia. Hollywood, <laughs> Yugoslavia. Yeah. Like some kind of canonically. Also, a weird thing. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but it it, it came out in ninety one, mm-hmm. right? Ran till ninety six. But it's really hard to tell when this was if you watch if you just watch it, right? Because mm-hmm. like the animation doesn't look super nineties; mm-hmm. it looks much older. Mm-hmm. But the humor and the writing is all about the nineties. But right. then they do these little vignettes that are selling in the fifties and sixties, making fun of commercials yep. and stuff. Yeah, um, it's and log. all the, it's all, yeah. all, the and all, kids' commercials, yeah, right. And all bad. of the adults they deal with look like they're from the sixties and seventies. Yep. You really couldn't if you just. Put this on that never saw it. You could never tell when this came that, out. And like rewatching a bunch of it j- for today, uh, so many of them were like the Leave It to Beaver family. Yeah, yeah. it was Every relevant to the adults that were making the cartoon right. at right. the time. And yep. again, so perfect with that early '90s of we're going to mm-hmm. tear down this America American dream that we yeah. all know right. was a facade. Yeah. We're going to destroy it. You know, yep. we're going to do it in a funny way. Even the original Powdered Toast Man, he just like <laughs> winks at them and flies back out the window. Oh, I found out the reason he flies backwards is because he's being launched out of a toaster every time. He puts his head in and it shoots him, and that's why he goes backwards every time. Yes, oh, my, my awesome. favorite episode, the one that made me a fan, is the one where they do professional wrestling, mm. and Stimpy loses his mind cutting a promo about how much he doesn't want to wrestle the people he's supposed to wrestle. Oh, my God. I don't remember yeah, that great, one at it's all. Great, it's, great. it's hard. I couldn't find it on YouTube. But back in... I remember oh, no, I, liked, I, I liked it a little bit. And then at the end of that episode, oh, just crushed me go. as a 13 or 14-year-old kid. I definitely remember this one. Specifically, the two guys that they go up against. Mad Dog Hoek. Do you want to try to watch it? Yeah. Throw it up. Uh... <laughs> Wait, what's really funny is uh, Stimpy's full name is Stimson J Cat, but the J never stands for anything. <laughs> so in full, in in light of new information that I've discovered, I think I was with you when we figured this fucking out. Uh, do you know what Michael J Fox's middle name is? No, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. When you told me that, I was not in the right state I, I was, of mind. Not at all. We were very upset. And we came across you. that in a trivia game. So now Stimson J Cat yeah. is Stimson Andrew Cat. Yeah, Cannon. Andrew was one of the options, and, uh, <laughs> and we all thought it was fake. No one guessed it. Yeah, these guys. These guys specifically, I remember the opponents they had were just like those two meathead huge dudes. dudes. <laughs> Everything that they drew, they they chose expression focused animation, but like. Everything just looks so squishy. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like everything is constantly being hit by something that like goes in them. Like they're being pressed like silly putty the whole time. Yeah. They're like the, they're like the opposite of superheroes where superheroes appear invincible. Right. These guys appear, appear very they're fragile. Cartoon yeah. <laughs> invincible almost. Yeah. It's a true. It, the idea for Ren came from he saw, uh, John K saw a picture of a, a chihuahua, chihuahua in a sweater. sweater. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so just like. Tiny and that, fragile. Like that being said, if he said if he said the inspiration for Ren was Steve Buscemi, we'd all believe that. Oh, for right? sure, hundred <laughs> percent. Now, who? What was the inspiration the Stimpy, for his voice, Stimpy, though? though. For, uh, from that era, maybe somebody like a Chris Farley, or yeah. like a, a John Candy, yeah. like, who, like more of like a nice like a, heavy set guy, like a yeah, John Candy. I'm thinking dumber than Farley, even. Uh, I, I think wait, that Stimpy I, I, was based on one of the Stooges. How about I'm um? Sure. 
Oh, d- they were. Yeah, it would definitely be uh, curly. Maybe curly a little bit of sure. Moe and Ren because yeah. he's the you ain't, oh, yeah. you know smacking him around. Yep. and uh, you know a little Laurel Larry, and Hardy Larry going Cup, on. Curly. What, you know? what do you think about they did a live action Steve Buscemi as Ren and Kevin, <laughs> Kevin James as Stimpy? Okay, uh, so are you they, lost me are on they Kevin CGI James. Not because I, I like him, because I think he has that same kind of personality, the same kind of body type. Is it like <laughs> cats where they're humanoid with like cat like feature? No, or it's just them dressed in the colors, just like. Uh, wearing a, a jacket that's is it animated colored. with them voicing it or <laughs> no it's just them walking down the street and being Steve Buscemi in ren, a ren colored suit <laughs> <laughs> with the ears yeah, <laughs> yeah you like need they, his like they did his face like it? they did with the Aqua <laughs> Team uh, live action thing just it was <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna refill this yeah you guys favorite. you guys enjoy oh they're drinking <laughs> they're drinking Dude, a little bit yeah. of espresso he just inhaled the cup <laughs> Oh, he had the sleeper bite on him, and then he drank an espresso and woke up. Oh, that always bugged me out. Whenever they grab some Ren by the, the head, pop out the the one finger that goes between his eyes. Oh, I remember this a he lot. He is crushing him with his pecs. The sound effects were crazy in this. There's some jazz in the background. Like it's very oh, yeah. music for the time. Well, think of the theme song. Right, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Dog Pound Hop is the name of the theme song. Hi, Mr. Love. My name's Stimpy, and I've come to play with you. <laughs> It is, I mean, John Kay got a lot of inspiration from Bob uh, Bob Clampett, so this is so Looney Tunes. Now that I'm like rewatching it more and more, Jesus, are you guys big Looney Tune fans? Yeah, yeah. Like, you want to hear something wild? Mm-hmm. I have a friend that works at Great Adventure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he does he's like a, he's in the painters union. He does mm-hmm. painting stuff, nice. and he said the last couple of years they've been steadily painting over and changing the Looney Tunes theme stuff because little kids don't know the Looney Tunes anymore. No. Eventually, the Looney oh, Tunes are going to be out of great adventure because the generation gap is just they don't know who those characters are anymore. That's Bugs poor parenting. Land. Yeah. yeah. Their parents but, definitely know. <laughs> Introduce your kid. I blame. I place blame. Jack Hughes. Yeah. Um, the he said that and I was like are you kidding me and I thought to myself like it's not on TV anymore <laughs> no. it's not they're it's not like, in no, movies it's anymore it's kind of hard I think they're trying to revive it because they just came out with a Tom and Jerry movie yeah mm. but I mean Space Jam 2 better fucking hold up that hype or these kids are never going to know who Bugs Bunny is that's a very good point that would be a good a good introduction that would be great going. yeah uh, but I don't even know who had the rights because it was Nickelodeon Nickelodeon mm. was playing Looney Tunes before Ren and Stimpy and Doug and Rugrats all came out. That right. was like they just had purchased properties. Well, I'm assuming uh, it, it must be HBO Max, right? Because they have all they the DC it. characters, and that's Warner yeah. Brothers, so it's so, the same company, right? Oh, that's right. They came out with new ones, yeah, which weren't bad. They were in the same vein, but like they obviously PC'd them down a little bit. Like Yosemite Sam, he's not trying to shoot anybody; he's trying to beat them in an arm wrestling match. Mm. Still funny as shit to watch, but there's no guys. different. He's yeah, a cowboy. Yeah, game, the, the well, I mean, to be fair, Yosemite Sam had a gigantic six shooter that shot bullets with faces on them. Yeah, and they all had different. It was extremely cartoonish. It was so cartoony. Right, exactly. You know, it's not like he would anyone got hit by those bullets. No. they would just interact with Bugs Bunny, and yep. then you know nothing and, would happen. And, and then uh, 
Bob uh, they blow up in Sam's face. And then Bob uh, yeah. Bob oh my god, Bob Hopkins got, <laughs> got to use it in uh Who Framed Roger Roger Rabbit. Rabbit. So man, that thing was awesome. I want That's... one for myself. Like one that works. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to shoot real cartoon bullets with faces no. on them. But... <laughs> um <laughs> it's like a big nerf sick I don't know. I would love. Oh, I had a Nerf six shooter. Uh, I had a Nerf sniper, and that almost got me in a lot of trouble. Shoot your brother right in the head. No, we shot it out our dorm room window, and and one of the darts stuck to somebody's glasses, and we got in a lot of trouble. (laughs) That's so harmless, though. How can you get mad about that? (laughs) The fact that we just have to like pull it off. (laughs) That'd be a really good, good shot. That is a come on. The thing shot like three hundred. Shot your eye out. Like beautiful. Just just acknowledge that was a good shot and move on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Nope. Had to report. But uh, no, I loved. Uh, the, there was a little bit of drama behind the scenes on this show too, because John K Uh-oh. got uh, booted after I think it was like I think it was like one year, um, because there was two. They weren't hitting their deadlines enough. Like they were just were not meeting their deadlines. It was John um, K's obsession with hand drawn multiple, multiple, right. multiple. They they wanted good quality. Mm-hmm. They didn't care. You know, it was kind of like a Rick and Morty situation. To this day, he was still blaming the studio for their mm-hmm. approval process taking too long. But mm-hmm. it was, I mean, he didn't do that. They fought censor- censorship, so it had to get sent back to him and then get sent back. And this was yeah. before the South digital Park. age, kind of, like at, right right at the, beginning, the of, beginning of So it. email was barely used. They Everything kind is, of were like the I, South Park of Nick because yeah. they were pushing boundaries that didn't exist at the yeah. time. And then South Park got away with way more, but it was Comedy Central. This was Nickelodeon for kids. Right, exactly. You know? Right, rated so the, like, why, seven? The show? Why? I don't even, I think it might have predated ratings. I, I, I'm, it was I'm before. pretty sure it did. Yeah. I, all right. I think it this was might have been one of those shows that caused the whole process yeah. to be a I thing. don't doubt that at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cheers to Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, what, the, uh, what ended up happening, though, is Billy West stayed on mm. to to stay as Stimpy and uh, that I, I tried to lean back and took, take the mic with me but that, KP Burke style yeah you can't I've seen people do it flow. in here and it looked super comfy okay. I, I will not do that I <laughs> this um, grenade launcher no I'm over 30 okay. and my back hurts leave me alone um, I just got <laughs> <laughs> no but uh, so Billy West stayed on and then uh, Howard Stern had them both on Mm. As a reunite and tried to, and it is one of the most uncomfortable oh. interview watches <laughs> ever, could, could, dude. Could, it could is... we listen to some of that? Oh, for sure. Oh, so wait, it's Billy West and um, John Kay on and Howard John Stern. Kay. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. So we'll give Bing some time to do that. But He's like, a superhero, but I know it'll be on in like four seconds. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there. It... See, I told I, you. What? I said four seconds. I just turned. And the around. man beat me to it anyway. Damn. Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Oh. I, uh, here we go. There we go. And I guess he expected Billy to leave with him. Billy just took the guy's job. And he did both did voices. voices. Oh. oh, yeah, no. Billy West <laughs> you know took what? over for Ren. I don't and Billy Ren was originally Billy. voiced by John Kay. I would have screwed the guy. Oh. Wait, but was John Kay just a voice actor? Or he was like, no, the, he, he, he was, was part right? This, whole thing. this was like a college for project for him. He yeah. did it okay. in college and then Nickelodeon bought it. But, but John Kay was funny. Yeah. But, uh, so is that him? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
by the way, the, the guy he's got a hand out it had its own spinoff. It's the guy from the pulled episode where there was like uh, animal abuse and stuff. Uh, his name is uh, George Licker. And oh, yeah, got, George he, Licker. That's based off his dad. Yeah, and he got a uh, uh, a spinoff show called the, uh, the George Goddamn, Licker show? Goddamn George Licker Program. Goddamn George Licker Program. That is that show. <laughs> Look that up, kids. No, I'm proud of him. No, no be honest. No, Billy's a good guy. He is? Yeah, he paid him back. How? No, listen, here's, here's what happened. No, be honest. What You're is... a little perturbed, are you not? No, 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 no. Um, Howard Stern is pushing, pushing for a fight. Yeah. yeah. He's pushing for a fight between yeah. them. Yeah. As you told the listeners, no, this is from 1996 when Howard Stern did stuff like this. He's yeah. so far removed from this now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not. Do the voice, whatever It was 20 years ago. I don't know if I can do it anymore. Yes, you can. Come on, don't be a baby. Go ahead, do don't it. Don't be a baby. Oh! I'm gonna do to you. He's not. He's not even trying. He's like goofy voice. What's that? You blow up the sack of protoplasm. Yeah, dude. Hey, Lynn, were you butting me? When you got fired, Billy stayed with the cartoon and took over your voice. Did you really expect Billy to leave? Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, he told him to leave. And Billy said no. No, 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 no. Billy said to you that he was going to leave. He was going to leave. But then he called me up. He and his agent called me up and they said, Listen, John, we were going to leave, but I decided we're going to pay Nickelodeon back instead. Right. We'll get him for you. Right. We're going to gouge him really good. Oh, Yeah, we're going to make a fortune off And they were going to give you the money. Well, yeah. Billy gives me a cut. He does, really? Yeah. Is I that true? You, Billy, when is that true? Okay, oh, wow. so you know what? Right away. That's good with that me. True? I don't know. I mean, I don't yeah, think there's can't... any valid beef anymore if they yeah. get some money out of it. You if, know? He, like... if he paid him, I mean, it depends on how much and how much he was like up front. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm actually seems getting like paid there's a no couple bad million blood. dollars. Or... It just seems like there's no bad blood between them. And they were on the Hart Howard Stern show. It, they, you know? they, had, they had so little bad blood that I mean, John Kay offered Stimpy back to Billy West mm-hmm. for the Spike reboot. So yeah. I, he just Billy, uh, Billy West just said it. no. Yeah, but I don't know why. I didn't. I couldn't find that part. I didn't want to work with him. So some yeah. people just don't get along. Yeah, this is like a weird, like very adult entertainment industry beef. Mm-hmm. Two guys like got fired up about something for a minute. One guy left, and like six months later, like ah, oh, it's just stupid. Let's go make money together. Yeah. Exactly. It's not like yeah. a mm-hmm. long running, mm-hmm. drawn out, and not spanned for decades type feud. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's Five why seasons. we don't hear about yeah. it as much. You know, what I mean? just business for just business stuff happening. And, yeah, you know, they gotta get over it. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. John, you said you Goddamn had a favorite George Licker program. Wait, what, what, what? <laughs> you said you had a favorite episode. We need to talk about it though, because I uh, think don't, it's don't one of the most iconic. Probably don't whiz on the electric fence, just because of how they had to cut a part of Ren getting angry because it was so. Oh, also, yeah. Space Madness. Space is Madness there. is the one I was talking but about. We though. could do. We could do that's Space the one, Madness. That's the one we, most people like the most. Oh, yeah. the most notable one. My yeah. ice cream bar. <laughs> I've had it since I was a little soap. child. Like, Oh my god! And People then the, tried to take it from the me. button that ends all existence. Oh yeah! They, <laughs> Can he resist the urge to press the jolly candy-like button? <laughs> it was so over the top. And this announcer is like slamming his face <laughs> into the button. Yeah, Dude, it was so good. And everything. I mean, uh, his. That was a tight episode. They went from one thing to another very quickly, and, and it was yeah. all the funny. Music, the dramatic music that oh, really yeah. just like sold you. How yeah. crazy! 
city they were going. They didn't need to go that hard on that episode. They started it out, and it's all this amazing space animation, mm -hmm. and then this like toy rocket just like slowly wheels into view. Like uh, it looks thing, like a toy. Like it took a lot for to creep me out in that show, but like in that episode when he's doing the journal thing, and it's just like. His brain is being like put through a tube, <laughs> almost like the tube that like yeah, there, the Taco Bell like meat comes out of. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's just oh, I, something about it like coming yeah. out of his head. I was There's like, a oh. lot of scenes like of this pumping, show that are yeah. right on the edge of disturbing. You yeah. know what mm -hmm. I mean? They don't not too many cross the line, mm -hmm. but there's enough to like if you were flipping channels back in the day when we actually did that and came across <laughs> it, and like, what the hell is this? Yeah, um, it wasn't instantly recognizable. If it caught you off now. guard, you had to you had to investigate, and that's yeah. kind of what probably why they got so much. Yeah, ratings. if I pulled people into it better yeah. than anything yeah. else. The controversy of it. Yeah. Or there was just little, the shock value. It's the age of the birth of the surf channel button where you just click that and it went through every channel. This until you is hit for the old people. Do you remember when you would click the remote and the picture would go up? It would like fly yeah. up yeah. and then there would be the next channel there. Yeah. Th that old people, you understand what I'm talking or about. Or a full flicker. Gen Z. The fucking menus. I, I'm sorry. Up. You know, you know, we didn't have a guide with all the information. And you now didn't we don't know what were you were going to And now find. we have to pick what we want and just instead now of just you finding it randomly. It. Yeah. Here, I just, I just need a random option for Netflix. There is one. Yeah. And you know what? You're, I'm just never satisfied. <laughs> no matter what you hit, that's upsetting. <laughs> I just, I, one, you raise my hopes so high by telling me that there was well, one, and I mean, then you're like, I nope, mean, it's disappointing. Imagine, God damn it. imagine you randomly <laughs> pick something off of Netflix and it starts loading, and you don't like it. Like that's nine times out of ten. It's Netflix. I like, mean, I yeah, know. it's ninety percent garbage. I'm not trying anyway. to talk bad on Netflix. I just can't find anything I want to watch. That's true. Yeah, I, I want to watch. I, I can't do it anymore. There's it, nothing I want to watch. It's like having yeah. cable. You pay. That's what happens in quarantine. You hit the bottom of Facebook. You hit the bottom of Netflix. I hate that I was kind. I was kind of. Like a couple years ago, where I try to watch stuff that people tell me is good, mm. and by the third episode, I hate every character. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I wish all these people would die on the show. This I have, I have a favorite TV show that a lot of people just fucking hate, and it's Letter Kenny on Hulu. <laughs> and I tried to get KP Burke into it, and he's like, I watched one episode, and I think it's the worst TV show I've ever seen. I'm like, I got it. I completely understand. And he, he's being honest with you. Oh yeah, so no, he hurts. wouldn't lie anymore. <laughs> He'll tell you. <laughs> But no, I mean, I, I feel like the Makes only people that don't more. like Ren and Stimpy are the people that were banned from watching it. Because there was definitely like, even my age group, because I was born in 88. This came out when I was four. Mm. So we're going like pre-kindergarten. I was watching this. That was not okay for a lot of people. I think my parents just were just like, yeah, that's fine. It's a cartoon, whatever. And just didn't yeah. pay attention to the content and just let it fly. Cartoons Anybody else kids. paying attention? Yeah. <laughs> shit. They yeah, snuck yeah. in. I mean, the whole thing with the White House. He's burning the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Mm -hmm. No little kid understands what oh, that means. You, like, you guys are experts on this. I'm asking a question. Was oh, this God. really the first TV cartoon that wasn't for kids? I know it was like, there was like underground VHS tapes of adult cartoons stuff before this. But Fritz as far as something on TV, well, this is one, TV. Of, one of the first, right? For, for show-wise, show I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure adult in terms of shows. Ren and Stimpy was beats it. Uh, That's not all I can think of. Simpsons, I feel like it was it, it was aimed at adults. Yeah, more. For and, but it was all, on but Fox. the Simpsons was also on on a network not for kids and at night. Fox. Right? This is on a kids' network yeah, on Saturday time. or Sunday morning. Mm. Yeah, and, and any so other time they I would say, I would say the first adult humor based show that got away with marketing itself towards kids. For the, yeah, for kids, Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. Uh, if you yeah, guys can you think of a, uh, an older one, you know, 
comment and whatever. Actually, uh, yeah, absolutely. If you guys think of one, just comment, throw it in but, the comments. Uh, or, uh, I, and as far as I know, I can't think of anything that's like shocking for adults, but was aimed at kids. Kids watched it yeah. before that. The early you 90s watch with your dad and be like, don't tell mom to watch. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah. just think, like, I'm, I'm a big freedom of speech guy in general, mm-hmm. right? I think you should be able to do whatever you want in America. But as a, as a father, I'm sure I'm doing parents on this podcast, I want to know what's coming. You know, yeah. right. like I'm, I'm a big fan of podcasts, but if these are going to be a ton of explicit language, let me know and I'll mm-hmm. play them not with my daughter. Right. Same thing with cartoons. Like I'm like, I like this myself when she goes to bed. Mm-hmm. So I'm a bit, like, I don't, I don't think we should censor anything, but I think some kind of rating or letting people know what they're getting into is more than fair. Podcasts have a rating yeah. system. And, and, like and ours said, would be 17 plus. Uh, yeah, no, I definitely dropped a hard C in one of these episodes. <laughs> I, uh, I, I made a joke about horse. So. We're, we're, in a, we're, we're in it with Ming Chain. We're in it. Ke- Ke- Kevin Smith is a, a huge part of what's going on in Shared Universe. I'm a yeah. massive Kevin Smith fan, right? Uh-huh. I look off to him. I love him. 90% of what he does, I've been a massive fan of. I remember a couple of years ago, he, he reviewed the Aquaman movie when that came out, right? Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, there were so many F-bombs mm. to talk about Aquaman. <laughs> and I was just like, I agree with his synopsis movie a hundred percent. how he talks. But I need to turn this off in front of my family. <laughs> you know what I mean? They need to have um, headphones, yeah. Yeah, it's the same kind of thing here. Earmuffs, like, if I would, earmuffs, earmuffs. Right. Uh, I used to have a lady at work who would say that when I was cursing. And I was working in a restaurant. You know how hard it's not to fucking curse when yeah. you're in a restaurant? Um, like this is one of those like Trojan horse shows that you put it on thinking it's Looney Tunes mm-hmm. and it's definitely right. not. To like animal cartoon we characters. Just saw, dude, we just know? saw Snippy just get turned into a ball and yeeted across a wrestling mm-hmm. ring. But at the same time, two seconds before that, a dude's pecs were crushing Ren's head. I think it's interesting how some of what they do is disturbing and some of what they do is old school cartoony. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it's overwhelming Perfect violence. Fun. You drop an elephant on them and mm-hmm. it smashes into them and they're like flat. That's fine. But when it's like between two butt cheeks, there's like a sexual element to it. I don't know. It's like they were even, pushing a line, you know, wherever they made jokes. Even the like elements they, they of like really. over the top gross things that we don't want to teach kids because mm. Stimpy pretty much ate litter. He ate cat shit. Like yeah. he On ate air. cat shit. Like, he made a joke about eating lot. logs of cat shit. Yeah. yeah. Like that's a th- and But he was behind a closet door. He wasn't eating shit on screen. There was just audio. No, Ren did because he chewed on it one time. Ren? Just, to ma- just to see if what the hype was about. And he's just like. It is. I had to skip it just a little bit because that <laughs> grinding noise on his teeth. I was like, ah, I haven't been to a dentist in a minute. Shit. Yeah, they're so they're so grotesque and violent, yeah. and crazy. And I don't that, know, um, Angela, you said it before with those the the art so zoomed in on and that that shaded everything and the extra zits and boogers and hair and everything mm. that really sold how gross the show could be. So. If they took it too far, which they very much did, yeah, get, kids can't be in this room. Do you, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we want to see them take it too far. We could do the uncut version of "Don't Whiz on the Electric Fence." It's mm. like four minutes twenty three seconds. I think we also learned from Timmy uh, during the battle episode that there was a scene that actually existed for the original show, but not this. Uh, and they put it in the spike. Um, Ren with the saw. Oh, he had a saw attached to his waist. And he was sawing back and forth on the a log. saw on the log, yeah, yeah. And the yeah. log was on Stimpy's, Stimpy's ass. Butt. Yeah. Okay. And then after he broke through the log, the saw goes limp. <laughs> that was for the original. <laughs> Not like, damn. Yeah, kids don't have any idea what's happening. <laughs> no, I had no idea. I had a question. Another no question sense. for you guys, being mm-hmm. cartoon guys. What is there anything like this now? 
Is there anything similar to this that's like it's it's South on Park? it's on streamings. It's not on TVs. Anymore. No, 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 yeah. no. I know that. I mean, anything like this led to we said Beavers and Butthead, mm-hmm. right? It influenced South Park. It influenced mm-hmm. by Family Guy. I mean, every, what, South Park's old. So what is what's on TV new? now? That's like it's for kids, but not real. I can't think. Of, I can't think of anything. I, I can't think of a kids one. That's I know like Dutch that. programming is unacceptable for children anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> the, you see, you see the Dingerman, John I did, Dingerman, I did with the, a yep. penis that he can control. Yeah, does his errands for him. Like a like a tail or something. Yeah. yeah. It's um none of what they show is acceptable. Mm-hmm. They push all these lines. But I, in I, terms I, of American programming, I feel like they tightened up pretty well. I can't well. see one that's aimed for kids. The only one that hits like that level of gross and uncomfortableness that Ren and Stevie might have is mm. um what's the Nick Kroll cartoon on Netflix? Oh, Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Okay. Yeah. There's that's, sex jokes in there. Yeah. Are, yeah. Well, it's like, clearly for adults. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. I can't all think of a that kids one, one that hits that same yeah. level. Yeah, you, it's like a weird thing. These characters, everybody already remembers them, mm-hmm. right? They're still selling t-shirts and dolls yeah. and bobbleheads. But like the influence was very limited. It was like this one lightning in a bottle moment in the early 90s and mm. it didn't really lead to anything beyond this, right? They, unless you <laughs> want to argue like Beecroft said, uh-huh. it changed the way the network's rate shows and yeah. got kids not I to I feel like it kind of forced them to was, play ball with people that were creating the shows more. Yeah. Because they were like, this is what we're doing. And it's like, okay. And a lot of the shows know, look we'll like, run it. well, they're getting rid of that. If we go just the tiniest iota lower than that, we mm-hmm. have Rocco's Modern Life yes. and yeah. get away with everything. Or we go two steps further and market it strictly towards adults like Family Guy. Right. right? Yeah. We just separate right. the two things completely. Yeah. yeah. Which but uh, in the in the pre ratings era, like they were just looking and at Ren and Snippy, I think, and that was the bar. Mm. You can't go past that point because they're probably getting in trouble for shit, and we just don't know about it. But if we go like just two steps below, yeah. we're fine. Yeah, so, I'd say I'd say a decent amount of shows capitalized mm-hmm. on what they were able to get away with. They just kind of snuck. It's a little bit light, less. Yep. Rocco's applies really well. They they have yeah. a lot of near mm-hmm. adult jokes. I mean, they, they use it to use a cliche. You know, pioneers get killed, settlers get rich. And that's kind of what happened, right? This show had yeah. a hot couple year run and over. And then uh, the shows that mm-hmm. it influenced are, are around and making yeah. big time movies like Rugrats and all that other stuff. Yep. Okay, Doug wait, got wait. By look, Disney. Look, this is a part that got cut. You can see the timestamp on it. Look at his face. Oh, yeah. Look at how crazy he looks. He's so mad, dude. It's like he's gone beyond mad oh, to yeah. like relaxed. Like, yep. Because he can barely handle one stim- Stimpy when his the, brother Sven comes to visit sh- and it's a duplicate Stimpy. Like, Please don't hurt us. Just shivering. Like. Oh, <coughs> pl- play this part sound real quick. Oh my God. Yeah. It gets dark. Look at his face. They're, they're holding their arms. You want to know what happened? I'm going to hit you. And you're going to fall. <laughs> that tongue, the expressions, dude, yeah. man. And I'm gonna look down and I'm, I'm gonna, gonna laugh. <laughs> that Can bottom you lip bite. Saying this to your little brother, like, and your mom overhears you, like, like I'm Is gonna mental rip institution your arms or military school sockets, like. It's not okay. Mm-hmm. The spider web, dude, it's just... Oh, it's, yeah. The imagery is just too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ren's, psycho- Ren's face, psychopathic dude. breaks. Yeah. Even Stimpy gets one. Uh, Ren gets sick for an episode and Stimpy tries to take care of him. Oh, Nurse and Ren. Nurse Ren mm. has a mental breakdown 
and just like screams into nothing. I love when he's like introduced as Nurse Ren because it's like this Frankenstein like scene. (laughs) He's like on the rack and and Ren has like these thick gloves and goggles like working with electric power tools and shit. Oh my god. The show was such an icon. I it was I think it was my yeah. Number one, I think it was the first VHS that I asked my parents to buy. I, it was an orange VHS. one, obviously. We, yeah. we, love, we love tape on this uh, program. <laughs> it's all recorded digitally, but we remember when things were recorded on tape. Yes. We but, do. Dude, thanks so much for coming out Angela, for thank you for recommending Ren and Stimpy. Thank yeah. you guys, man. Um, yeah, absolutely. King, King of the Brighton Bar, and he's got a few things to plug for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah man. I got uh, beautiful book. Every, every single Monday I'm at the Brighton Bar hosting the... I, at this point, maybe the longest running open mic in New Jersey, or one of the longest running nice. open mics in New Jersey. Uh, yeah. You guys come out there every, hopefully every Monday, get to see you guys. If not, we pack the place about twenty of the best comedians we can, and follow all social distancing laws and be safe. Mm-hmm. We're still able to let people express themselves, have a good time during a pandemic. Absolutely. And then uh, once a month, I host open Super Open Mic sixty four yeah. at the Go Play Retro Arcade in Belmar. It's kind of a comedians mixer where for eight dollars you get ninety minutes of gaming on the old school games and ninety minutes of an open mic in the back room. That's the best deal in town. It's really I fun. Love that it's, a, it's a really good time, man. Yeah. Like, have you ever? They got House of the Dead. They got like, racing games. And you could like you could play the Simpsons arcade game while you're booking yourself on a show. With <laughs> you can win it. Other character. You can actually keep winning. Yeah. Right, right. Because yeah, eight dollars is more than enough time to beat any of those arcade games. You know, just pump quarters into. I think them you just set a goal for me because I've never beaten that game. We, we gotta go to retro. <laughs> we gotta go to retro from that era of video games. Did you guys see there's a new Turtles game that's a sequel to the original arcade brawler? No. It's called Shredder's Revenge. Oh, it's updated not. graphics, same mechanics, and you can play four people as the Turtles and go through that. Co-op like, it's fucking yeah. sweet. Yes. Yeah. I, oh, I played uh, Manhattan Project on uh, Super Nintendo. Uh, no, just regular Nintendo. That was a Turtles game I knew, but yeah, I remember the, the arcade, arcade game one. was fire, yeah. man. It was great mm-hmm. at the time. And then uh, I got a book out. Yes. So mm-hmm. It's called Stand Up and Laugh, and it's about what we've done in Asbury Park <laughs> over the last couple oh, of years. Yeah. Ming just copies. breaks it out. He didn't even Google the Boy, book. He broke copies. out an actual yeah, copy. Yeah, we we did. You guys, you guys like VHS tapes. I still like print media. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Doing old school. Here's the thing, man. I think we've an Amazon what, book. <laughs> what we've done for the last ten years in Asbury, as far as creating a community where podcasts like this could happen and three comics should be in the same place and doing something together, mm-hmm. I think it's powerful. I think it's a Absolutely. really good thing, and it makes everybody get better and use a cliche. It's, it's expanding the art by water a lot. Raises all the ships, right? So my thing is, we did this in Asbury. If you live in Spokane, Washington, or Tampa, Florida, or New Mexico, and so where nothing's happening mm. this is your handbook to get to it took us eight years you could do it in two or three if you buy this book and follow these rules that's Hell awesome yeah I, that love is, the, I, I mean love it, man. i mean still brighton bar is the closest mic to me it's like I, I live in a comedy desert almost and it's like it's I the have only to drive up mic. yeah it, I, within a I comfortable out. driving distance unless you're willing to drive up pretty much to new york yeah i lucked you know? out of my position uh uncle vinny's otherwise i was doing i'd be doing a lot well, you were a lot, willing, a lot, you a were lot. willing to be a server and then also tell For, jokes on the side, yeah, which is I, it's <laughs> turned into a hilarious joke where would, KP Burke would. gets off stage and gets asked to refill <laughs> some ladies' coke. Just, God, just awesome! That is awesome. Yeah, Love you, that, KP. That but, legitimately <laughs> used to be a thing where I would I would be serving, go up and host and do a shitty five, throw some, and yeah. then come back off stage and, right and back be like, down. "Do you guys anything? want any coffees or anything?" Yeah. And some of the regulars <laughs> got so used to me doing that that they thought like other comics were doing it. So KP wow, got funny off stage one night here. <laughs> and somebody asked him as soon as he stepped off stage that to is, refill a soda. That's funny, man. That is, that is my favorite funny. KP story. <laughs> Ming yeah. is dying. Man. <laughs> But uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the Red and Stimpy episode. 
it has been a long time fave of mine so i'm happy we got to do this thank you angelo so much for that thank you go guys. buy his fucking book thank you ming for hosting us yeah. every single time love you dude thanks ming thank you joe thank you john and check out stand up and laugh absolutely Fuck go yeah. buy that what a great book yeah and i want one yeah i want a signed copy I want Angelo. I want Angelo to do the audio so copy. I can listen to it in the car. I didn't, I didn't, think, I didn't think anybody would ask for a signed copy, but that's why I bring this metallic Sharpie everywhere that I go. To. <laughs> <laughs> sign it on the way out. Will you sign my titties? Um, <laughs> All right, let's let's get out of here. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening to Comics, Cartoons, and Craft Beers. See you next time. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Thank you. With the early '90s, of we're gonna tear down this America, American dream that we yeah, all know right, the far side. Yeah. We're gonna destroy it. You know, yep. we're gonna do it in a funny way. Bob, uh, they blow up in Sam's face, and then Bob, uh, yeah. Bob, oh my God, Bob Hopkins. <laughs> uh, How'd that go for you guys? That